0: When Jesus entered Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, the crowds were convinced he was the Messiah, whom God had chosen to become their king. They remembered the words of the prophet Zechariah. Rejoice Jerusalem, your king comes to you. Triumphant and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey. And so they came out into the streets with palm branches awaiting Jesus's triumph.
1: Would you sing with us as we He became sin. Oh
2: during Holy Week, we remember the events of the life of Christ leading up to his death and ultimately his resurrection on Easter Sunday. And on the night before Good Friday, he gathered his disciples together to observe the Lord's uh, Supper, we call it, but it was called the Passover then. Lord's Supper is what we do. And the Passover had been held every year for over a thousand years before jesus did it that night and each of those uh, occasions where the passover was observed was remembering a pivotal moment that defined the jewish people when they were delivered from the egyptians by a miraculous event that occurred on one single night when an angel a death angel came and slew all the firstborn in egypt You know the Egyptians were sinners but so were the Jewish people and the only thing that kept this angel from bringing judgment on the firstborn of Israel was not because they were better than the Egyptians but it was because they had taken a lamb and slaughtered it and had taken its blood and put it over the doorposts of their home and that was the only thing that stood between them and the very same judgment that was coming on the Egyptian people well Jesus when he celebrated the Lord's Supper uh, the Passover was seeing a direct connection between what he was about to do on Friday and the Passover itself he saw that he was the Lamb In fact, John the Baptist saw him and the very first time his cousin John saw him he said behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world Jesus is the the sacrificial lamb of passover and he was making that point with his disciples but he was also instituting something that would become a memorial to him a way of remembering his death year after year after year and and how often we celebrate the lord's supper every time we commemorate it we remember his death but then he adds something in luke's gospel that i wanted to share with you um he makes this statement in luke 22. I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. Eagerly desired. He wasn't necessarily eager to suffer, but he was eager to do this. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. The ultimate rescue is um, in the future still. The ultimate rescue from all the enemies of our soul is in the future still. The ultimate rescue from death It's thoroughly accomplished by Jesus on the cross, but it is ultimately still in the future, too. And Jesus said, I'm looking forward to doing this on this Thursday night before his death on the cross. He said, I'm looking forward to do this because I'm just letting you all know, we're going to do this again someday. And when I do this with you, it's going to be a whole different world. The kingdom of God will be present fully and life as God intended will be fully restored. And so, yes, we remember his death, but Jesus was eager for us to remember that there's a future that's coming. As we prepare our hearts for the Lord's Supper, self-examination is something that we always ought to do. I ought to know that I'm in Christ, that I belong to him, because I participate in this as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus who's put, his trust in Jesus for salvation. And and so that's the first thing I want to know. I just want to remind myself. I want to look in my heart. Does Jesus live in me? Am I in Christ? And the second thing that I want to do is is not only am I right with God, but am I right with my brothers and sisters? And Paul taught this so carefully in Corinthians, that if I'm going to take of this in a worthy manner, it's not because I'm going to be sinlessly perfect when I take it, but am I conscious of broken relationships? Am I conscious of broken between me and someone else and am I prepared to address that as the Lord leads me and and convicts me and so can I ask you please just to take a moment uh, you just close your eyes and can we just have a few moments of quiet and then I'm going to lead us in prayer and we're going to distribute the elements I'm going to ask that when you receive yours just hang on to it and I'll give you instructions as to when we participate let's have a moment of silence a time to examine our hearts before the Lord Father, we are looking forward to that time that is coming when every tear will be wiped away and every disease will cease to exist. We're looking forward to the time when every enemy of our souls is defeated forever, especially death. We're looking forward to your kingdom being established on earth. When we will know what it's like to be in the world as you intended it to be. Full of life and full of beauty under your rule. And we look forward to that. And Father, as we participate in this supper tonight, we remember we remember and we remember what this week was to you and we say thank you thank you amen gentlemen
1: I am from highest heaven to manger bed, took on human lives and crushed the servants' hands.
0: the bread and spoke to his disciples
2: this is my body which is given for you do this often so you will always remember me
0: and then Jesus took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God and gave it to them
2: drink from this all of you this is my blood that would be poured out for you. It's a sacrifice which confirms the new covenant between God and his people. The covenant that you will all be forgiven of your sins. And so drink it in remembrance of me and my sacrifice for you. When the meal was over,
0: they sang a hymn and departed. When they left the upper room, they went to the Mount of Olives, to the Garden of Gethsemane. Here they waited and even slept while Jesus prayed to God his Father with such anguish that he sweat drops of blood, saying, Abba, Father, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. First there was the cup of wine, which represents his blood poured out as a sacrifice and the cup of the new covenant between God and man. For Jesus, it would now be a cup of surrender and of untold suffering. But to us, it would be a cup of mercy and grace and life. Since the Garden of Eden, God's plan for redemption has been waiting to be accomplished Jesus chose to drink that cup. So now it begins. Betrayed by one of his followers, Jesus was then dragged to the high priest's home in the darkness to be interrogated, beaten, and mocked by the temple guards and by the priests themselves. By morning, they had secured their charge against Jesus. Blasphemy, they went to Pilate, who had the power of pronouncing a death penalty. Pilate suspected Jesus' innocence, hoping to appease the priest, he ordered a scourging. Isaiah, the prophet, talked about this horrific future at torture. By his stripes we are healed, 39 lashes with the cat of nine tails, a whip with rocks, metal and broken glass. On the ends of leather strips, 39 times, each one for our sins, one for thievery, one for greed, one for gluttony, one for pornography, one for lies, one for lust, one for gossiping lips, one murder, one for jealousy. He endured each for our sins so we can have life. The same crowd full of smiles saying Hosanna to the king now becomes a mob full of scorn shouting crucify him nothing would appease them Pilate was done he washed his hands of the entire mess he ordered the death penalty of that day crucifixion by nine o'clock Friday morning Jesus stumbled through the streets of Jerusalem, carrying a cross and wearing a crown of thorns. He was led up the hill called Golgotha, which resembled a skull to be crucified. His crime was written on a sign and attached to the cross. This is Jesus, King of the Jews. As they hurriedly prepared Jesus' body for burial, the disciples and relatives of Christ felt crushed, confused, scared, many were hiding. Peter had denied Jesus not once, but three times. The guilt was paralyzing. Judas felt such regret for betraying the master he hung himself. So many questions. Why? I left my fishing business to follow him. What now? He said he was building his kingdom. Now he is dead. How can this be? Wasn't he the son of God? Wasn't he the promised one? He did miracles. He even raised Lazarus back to life, yet he died like a common criminal. Such grief and sorrow and hopelessness, their Messiah is dead.
1: Took my sins and my sorrow.